Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Brainwaves. Hear the world differently. Bringing community mental health to you, raising awareness and challenging stigma. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio, Wednesdays at 5pm. Melbourne's Drive Time Radio Program, featuring community organisations, powerful stories and information. Find us at brainwaves.org.au. Proudly sponsored by Wellways Australia. Hello and welcome to Brainwaves on 3CR. You're listening in on 8.55am, 3CR Digital and 3cr.org.au. Today from the Brainwaves team we have Marnie, Rebecca and Suzanne and we're going to be having a little panel discussion about surviving the holiday period. Yes, yeah, so guys, um, Christmas is finally over, there's a few holidays coming up as well, but basically how was your Christmas break, how was the holidays, um, how did you guys go with it? Oh, I always seem to dread it when it comes up because, you know, I don't have direct family and stuff and I always just dread it you know when the advertising starts early so look I reached out to you know a few friends and one in particular uh, we speak regularly she's very supportive and also got involved with my local church which really helped and the minister as well she's been really great you know just to have a bit of a tribe to to spend the time with and 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 it also got us to focus on the real meaning of Christmas because mm-hmm. I tend to go into the negative mode of oh no here we go again it's commercial blah 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 but when you really sit down with a group and study the real reason for it and and stuff you think oh okay it's not all just about the shopping and all of that and so, the presents and the food yeah a lot of it is just for me pre-anxiety about what's going or could happen and mm-hmm. it, you know you just got to get through it so so there's some of the things that I that I did yeah yeah, um, I must admit, I got caught up in the the shopping buzz yeah. <laughs> pre-Christmas and I definitely blew my budget. Um, and it was stupid and unnecessary. Like, it's fun at the time, but then it's really regrettable, you and know. And you pay for it down the line. <laughs> well, that's it. I'm still paying for it now. So I'm currently in Bill City, so I don't recommend <laughs> it to anyone. Like, the year before... We actually had the first good Christmas away from home and that's because we really simplified everything. We didn't get caught up in the hype. We didn't really have money anyway, so there was there was no chance of going all crazy with presents. So we just bought each other really nice small gifts and, you know, didn't do any cooking on Christmas. We just had a nice cold lunch. It was great. Yeah, and that's always nice. I know for me personally... This was like my first Christmas I spent by myself. So it was like a huge change from spending it with people and spending it with family. And I kind of, I guess in a way, I did kind of go a little bit overboard on the presence wise because I thought, okay, because I'm not home. Like, I don't have any family to gift anything to at the moment. So, like, I'll just buy myself all this stuff. So I literally <laughs> just put up a Christmas tree, placed all my presents. And I, I, found it really hard honestly to not touch the presents before Christmas yeah. because when Christmas came around like I just thought oh it's another day like yeah. I'm not really celebrating Christmas because I don't really have any family here at the moment so it's kind of like oh it's another day mm-hmm. but 
I think it was good. I think once you get Christmas out of the way, it's a bit easier to get through all the other holidays, but it also kind of sinks in that you feel like I know personally I work in retail so everyone would come through with their shopping trolleys and have like $300 worth of stuff and then tell tell you what they're doing for Christmas what they're cooking like everything and it kind of just is so draining because then you're just like oh this is what you're doing I'm doing nothing and you kind of compare yourself Mm. to others which I find is so prevalent especially when it comes to like big holidays is even like the next day when you go on social media someone like posts oh I got a new car for Christmas it's like I just got myself a packet of M&Ms yeah well you know I'm so sad to hear that I mean because I would have been happy to spend Christmas with both of you if I had have known. Like, we could have gone to a park somewhere, had a big picnic. I mean... Isn't that kind of funny as well that we don't really share, I guess, like, in general with other people, like, what's happening really in our lives? Mm. Like, we're all pretty close and it's... We don't really talk about, like, what kind of, like, goes on, like, what we're doing for Christmas or anything. Yeah. I I was just going to say, like, I think... The holiday period can be really hard for people. They might find it um, really isolating and lonely if they don't know that there are people around them that they can potentially spend time with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was listening to a radio station over the Christmas period that's more of a spiritual nature and they were talking about how it's not just all, you know, bows and, and presents and all that, that some people really hit it hard and they are talking about if you can give to people, you know, in, in, even invite them over or if, you know, if they're at a loose end, extend your invitation and you know, even a local church, I was talking to the minister and she said, you know what, Suzanne, no one should be alone at Christmas. You know, mm-hmm. they should have options. And, you know, I take my hat off to like the Salvation Army. I think Brendan Nottle was interviewed and he was saying, you know, we had put on this wonderful lunch and just for people to know that, you know, it's not just for the rich that, you know, there's a man in my building and he was going to a community lunch through a social organisation and, yeah, it's just having options, I think. I mean, a friend of mine knew I'd be on my own, so she extended the invite out. And just by having that invite, I felt, okay, well, I don't have to go, but mm-hmm. I've, someone has invited me and I'm welcome somewhere. I ended yeah. up going and I just feel so grateful for it, you know. Yeah. But um, just wanted to – so a few years ago, my friend and I were discussing how we wondered how many people were alone at Christmas and particular people that have lost their parents and mm-hmm. then orphans. And we thought, wouldn't it be a good idea maybe if we – put on a lunch for orphans. But we never done anything about it, but it's not yeah. a bad idea anyway. Well, there's like a lot of lot of community stuff out out of there like especially when it comes to holidays. So there's I think the Smith family, I think it's called, there's St. Vinnie's, Lifeline, all of those. I think they send out hampers to people who aren't fortunate enough to like ha- be able to afford like food and that, and I think that's like an amazing thing and I guess in a way, the people involved in that, they're helping to make other people's holidays better. And I guess maybe that's, like, one of the ways we can all, like, make our Christmas or holidays better if we're really struggling and we're feeling alone and isolated is we can volunteer or even interact with the community in that. And I think that would be, like, a good idea. And it'll definitely make you feel better because, like, no one likes to feel lonely. And I guess, like, it's more common than people think. I know there's, um, with loneliness and financial 
like strain like it it always comes around Christmas but then also what happens after Christmas like if you're not interacting with people around Christmas like what's happening afterwards Mm. yeah absolutely I mean I'm I'm not working so for me every day is a holiday I was just saying to someone every day is a holiday for me yeah it's nothing nothing's different and trying it's just a regular day and trying to occupy yourself everyone's like woohoo public holiday but for me I actually dread them Mm -hmm. whereas I'd like to be busy you know and working and enjoy it but you're just trying to dream up things to do because you don't want to be just sitting around so yeah, it can be tough. It can be tough just by not having a routine and stuff to do. But So let's just say, like, if you guys had an opportunity to, like, change anything about your holidays, how would you, like, what would you change? Would you interact with people mm. more? Um, Probably not. I have to say that um, I really let my guard down over Christmas and I sort of went, oh, well, it's Christmas. And I let people into my lives that... Um, may may not have been that good for me but I did it because I was in that spirit of Christmas where you know you just want to give um and yeah so I do kind of regret letting my guard down and not having those boundaries up for myself and um just wanted to touch on as well um that Christmas or the holiday period in general is usually a time where um, you know, there are family reunions, maybe when normally there isn't. Um, and that can be triggering when you're not um, usually around those family members. Usually families have complications and there's at least that one member in particular that that just brings out all the issues gets drunk at the party everything yeah christmas is stressful enough and then you add complicated relationships to the table and and then you know christmas is over the holidays are over everyone's gone back to work or study and if you're in say i'm in the same situation as you where i'm not working and then you're left, you're kind of left on your own and then it all hits you, everything that's gone on over the holiday period, good or bad, yep. and you're left with your thoughts. That's yeah, right. because sometimes if you're, like, around so many people, like, you kind of adapt to it and then afterwards you kind of have to adapt, like, okay, now I'm alone. What mm. happens now? Like, yeah. everything that happens, you have to, like, deal with it. Yeah. Well, yeah, whereas people that are keeping themselves busy maybe wouldn't be alone with those thoughts they wouldn't have time to think so much yeah I think you guys just touched on something made me think is that the alone thing like I live alone and I think living alone can be even harder too because you've got no one to bounce stuff off and you are left with your own thoughts so trying to I felt that when I did go to church which is once a week that I got all this energy from other people and shared a meal and came home with a different frame of mind Mm -hmm. um but another thing I tried I just wanted to share was that meet up um uh, the, app? The, the app where you can register for events and I've been to two events so far so I'm pretty proud of myself I was a bit nervous yeah. about going but one was like a networking op- a career networking opportunity and the other one was to a movie night so oh that's amazing yeah so I'm really enjoying that so if anyone's listening that you know is isolated I do recommend the meetup mm. app just to look at what you're interested in and join and go along to an event yeah, yeah and like I think it's 
I think it also touches another issue like with loneliness is there's quite a lot of elderly people out there who experience loneliness every single day. And I think, I know, I feel like like when you suffer from mental health problems, kind of everything is heightened. So it's a lot harder to deal with things. It's a lot harder to kind of get through the day. And I guess like when holidays comes around, it's like if you're so used to being around family and spending it with friends and people you love, like when you don't have that anymore, it can be really debilitating, I think. Like I know personally for me, what I did is like I put up my Christmas tree I bought myself so many presents like I went out and got like all the typical Christmas food because it's like because I think it also comes back to the social media aspect is like you see everyone on social media posting like family photos is like Christmas dinner Christmas lunch Christmas breakfast and then you're just like literally sitting in your apartment on your bed like yeah totally eating roast pork and like having some applesauce on it and that's it and like that's your whole day and I found I know I found it personally really hard to kind of get in the Christmas spirit like I found it really hard to listen to Christmas music to watch Christmas movies and that and I always found like that was like the best thing about Christmas and I guess like as you grow older like Christmas isn't the same anymore especially if you don't have children yeah that's right that's right I mean for me the ads were starting to get to me but eventually it's funny you talk about not wanting to sort of for me it was the denial of putting up the Christmas tree Mm -hmm. I got I bought one but I was getting closer to the date and I thought all right I better stick it up I put it on like probably November I guess like I'm I'm kind of ashamed of it, but it's still up. <laughs> I haven't got rid of it yet. You can't let go of it. I can't let go. It's 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 too sad. And, like, I know there's the whole thing. It's bad luck if you keep it up. But the thing is, like, even at home, like, I haven't, like, went back when I was, like, living in Cairns, like, we didn't put up the Christmas tree anymore. Like, we didn't really celebrate it since, like, my grandparents passed. And, like, but it was nice, though, because I always, like, spent it with my mum and my brother and we'd always have, like, Christmas dinner and that. But it's kind of, I guess in a way it's, like, I don't want to let go, but then also the fact is, like, I don't want to take off the lights and then the baubles and then pack it away. Because, to be honest, I'm only going to put it up again in, like, 11 months. So, like, yeah. what's like what's the big deal? <laughs> Just keep it up until then. Yeah. I hate to bring this up, but um, I think celebrating, like, I understand the religious aspect of it mm-hmm. and, and the, the time of year, but all the other stuff. I think is more suited to the winter climate. So oh, yeah. I'm, from now on, I'm celebrating Christmas in July. Mm. Maybe not the religious aspect, but all yep. the rest yeah. of it, because then I can have a roast and really enjoy it. Yeah, and True. then also, you're like on social media, if you think about it, if you go onto YouTube, there's all these like gurus over in the US and the UK, and like it's winter over in the UK at Christmas, and they're all going out having like the hot tea like hot wine mulled wine all that and then it's it's like 40 degrees here in Australia it's like the last thing I want to be doing is having a hot drink and all the songs you know chestnuts roasting on an open (laughs) fire it's like I'm already on fire it's so (laughs) hot you know like you know give me a break (laughs) But, like, also, Lauren, how was your holidays? Because you went away quite a bit. Like, we're quite jealous. I ran away. I tackled it by going on holidays. That was the best thing, flying out of Australia and not having to deal with anyone. 
That's a really good idea. <laughs> it's a good way to deal with your problems sometimes. Yeah. Just need a break. I found New Year's really stressful as well. Oh, um, really? Yeah, because a lot of people went to um, music festivals or they, like, went away for a few nights down the beach and I was just at home, like, not really doing anything. Yeah, I find, like, people disappear a lot and it's always really hard because you you want to be involved, but then... Mm-hmm it's just the wrong time of year like everyone's just so busy and then Mm. also you don't want to bother anyone really because like messaging like I'm on holiday like I don't want to speak to anyone yeah it is really hard but I think um I think you guys had written down like some ways that you've made your holidays better um should we go through those ones yes I know for me basically I kind of did the whole Christmas alone thing so like I don't know. I found a problem because when I was researching, like, how to spend Christmas alone, because that's, like, how bad it was because I didn't know how to spend Christmas alone, there was nothing really on there that helps. Like, people were just, like, told that, oh, put a Christmas movie on, put, like, Christmas music, like, dance around, like, do all that stuff, like, volunteer, like, go out. But it's the actual fact is... I don't want to go out. I don't yeah. want to do anything. Like, because just, just with the Christmas, it's if you're not spending it with family. Like, I just don't see the point in going out. So, like, I pretty much stayed inside for about five days, which is really bad. But I found what helped me the most is, like, I just treated it like another day. I treated myself. I ended up watching movies, doing the stuff that I want. Because I think also when you spend Christmas with people, there's designated family duties that you have to do and there's, like, things you can't get out of. But, like, when you're on your own, like, no one tells you what to do. You can do it yourself. So if you want to wake up at, like, 12 o'clock and eat a pavlova, you can eat a bloody (laughs) pavlova. That's true. That Home Alone movie, you know, with the the kid's on his own and he's, like, so excited at first, you know? Yeah, (laughs) except no one wants to be robbed at Christmas. Well, that's true, yeah. Yeah. And, Suzanne, I think you said something about um, going to church and everything was a really good way to like interact with people yeah there's a a church in my um, community in the building yeah so that that really helped me because there's a few tough things that I I was dealing with and yeah just um you know it gave me a bit of hope and you know a bit of community and a sense of belonging because yeah living alone and not working have that structure I was sort of really feeling it and and you do like um, similar to Rebecca, my first Christmas alone was two years ago and I was dreading it. Oh, I was just so feeling sick, like what am I going to do? And um, I ended up going to a community lunch at the Malvern Town Hall, which my worker at the time I had helped me get a ticket, thank God to her. And you wouldn't believe it, the kitchen ended up on fire and we all, <laughs> we all ended out the front and somebody said someone had burnt the oh, turkey no. and there was fire brigades and everything. So that all go down in history. So then I ended up driving over to the other side of town and spent um, Christmas Day at Sacred Heart, which is a community charity organisation lunch. And, yeah, so that all go down as my first <laughs> Christmas alone. But um, oh, no. I think once you knock the first one down, you can. It's all. It's you sort of get used to it, don't there. you? you just... I was gonna say it's all downhill from there, but like it's we have up, to have hope. Uphill. From there. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Have you seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Oh, I love it. 
I mean, no. oh, you haven't. No. Oh, my God, it's a classic. Clark. See, that's the thing. Like, I can't watch Christmas movies. I either oh, watch them at Christmas or right. I don't at all. But this one is, like, kind of almost anti-Christmas because everything that could possibly go wrong <laughs> it goes, goes wrong. wrong. Like, he wants to have the perfect Christmas. And yeah. this is a guy that has these ideal visions of how Christmas is going to be. You know, he goes, he dreams it up and he goes, it's just going to be perfect, you know, but... No, everything that could go wrong goes wrong. It's yeah. quite funny. Yeah, quite I love cool. it. And I think a lot of us, like, envision, like, what a perfect Christmas looks like. Like, mm. spending it with family, having lunch on the table, like, having the typical, like, pavlova, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Mm. But, like, that's not a reality for a lot of people. And I think True. it is mostly, like, a family holiday, which really sucks if you don't have family. So I yeah. think, I know for me, I found it more helpful to... Like, pretend it was Christmas because it was actually Christmas, but pretend it was also, like, a normal day Mm. and that, like, it was designated to me and that, like, you still contact your family if you've got family and that. But other than that, it's just another day that goes past. But I think it's... I know, I think it's really true when they say, like, like, there's the holiday blues. Yeah. Well, Mm. I found it... I had the New Year's Eve from hell and I probably, probably don't have time to talk about it, but it's a long story. Um... And it'd be probably do have time to talk. It'd be like a Griswold moment where I wanted everything to go perfect, and I drove three hours away to stay in a caravan that had no power. So that was the start of it. And fifty-two mozzie bites later. No. (laughs) Anyway, it'll go down in history. So I ended up driving back to Melbourne, listening to, um, uh, you know, I was going to say, um. Uh, music on ABC, Countdown Music, which is from the 80s, you know, yeah. um, on my car like an old nana sort mm-hmm. of thing. But anyway, I was safe and, you know, I was doing something, I guess. But um, now I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, yeah. Oh, um, I found that there's a big crescendo too for Christmas and then, oh, what are you doing for New Year's? New Year's. It's yeah. like you have to be doing something. Yeah. And I didn't want to be home alone because I was – I just – the thought of that was too overwhelming. So – I did what I did, but um, then it, that's a big crescendo. It's like, well, now it's the new year. Okay, now what? For me, yeah. especially if you don't have a job to go back to, yeah. you're like, okay, all of this has just gone mm-hmm. over my head. Okay, what's the new year going to bring? Yeah. yeah. I know for New Year's, oh, this happens <laughs> Why always. Ever since I've moved down to Melbourne, I always tell myself, going to do something for New Year's, going to do something for New Year's. So I got invited to a party. But, like, something happened between the person who invited me. So I'm like, I'm not going to go. First year I've ever in, been invited to anything. And it's just like, I'm okay, at 11.58, I'm going to go up, going to take the elevator, go to the, like, veranda, the building, like, where, where you can, like, watch the fireworks. 12.01, didn't. And I was just, mm. like... Because I'm in, like, a studio apartment. It's a very small window. And I'm like, it's midnight. Why isn't there any fireworks? Peeked my head around the corner. There were fireworks going off. Yet I couldn't see them. But I didn't bother to go out because, honestly, I just couldn't be bothered. Mm. And then I just said to myself, you know what? New year, new me. But in reality, it's New Year, same me. You know, the year before, I live-streamed the fireworks. Oh, really? Yeah, on my computer. I got home from work at 10 o'clock, and I sat home, and I watched, like, the early fireworks or whatever on Mm -hmm. my computer, and then I went to bed. (laughs) It was really boring, but nobody wants to work on New Year's. Like, it's Mm. it's a really, really tough job. 
and then oh, New Year's Day is the best day to work, in my opinion. What, because well, nobody's there? Oh, uh, also double. So, yeah, is it yeah. double pay? It yeah. should be. Yeah. yeah. Um, but talking about New Year's, so what are your goals for 2018, guys? Like, I know I've got a few that, like, I've kind of kept, but then also not kept. I know mental health-wise, I told myself I'm going to do, like, a guinea pig experiment on myself and read as many self-help books as I possibly can and then see if it changes my behaviour this year. Haven't haven't read any yet because, like, to be honest, I, I start my goals in February. Yeah. But then also another one of my goals is to stay off one year completely, no antidepressants, no medication to see how I go and then possibly can come back and talk about my experience with it. Gee, wow, I admire you. It's not easy to do, but... It's not. Um, <laughs> I cry every day. Oh, as long as you've got support. Cause, yeah. yeah. Um, well, my first thing I'm going to do, uh, just quickly, is I'm going to do a vision board mm-hmm. and I'm going to a workshop this Sunday and, you know, when you cut out, the, you know, your pictures of what you want this year because yep. I'm very visual. So I want that to sort of be the start of my goal setting. Like you said, yep. it starts in February. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All so, the yeah. good stuff t- so starts I want to do a few workshops and just little things, you yeah. know, um, similar to yourself and maybe um, join a group um, that supports mental health and just, yeah, just see if that helps and, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean... I'm with you all. I do Chinese New Year resolutions because <laughs> yeah, they, it February. starts a bit later. and Because, um, yeah, I mean, my New Year's resolutions were all about health, but we had someone staying with us that was kind of saying, no, you can't do that when I'm here because you're going to get all grumpy and that's going to ruin my holiday. How so, dare they? Yeah, so that ruined kind of my attempts at becoming a healthier new me, Mm -hmm. new year, new me. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Chinese New Year resolutions and mine is just boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. And I probably sound like some AFL football (laughs) football nut, but it has nothing to do with football or sport. It's just to do with um, protecting myself a bit better because I've just tended to be a bit of a doormat my entire life um, and walked over and just kind of like, I don't know, because I don't want to upset anyone. Yeah. So that's a big thing It's easy thing to keep me. the peace. Yeah, yeah, until you've had too much and then you lose it and then, and then they don't speak to you for a year. So yeah. I've really got to work on that, like sort of keeping my distance from those that I know perhaps trigger me yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I can relate to that it's yeah. a matter of you know you know with me I'm a very much a giver but how do you know when you've given too much you know yeah. and you do have to reel in the fishing line a bit and go hang on well maybe in that scenario I overextended myself mm-hmm. and yeah it's I con- did too much now I've got to like take it back and I yeah. think that's that's what you realize in the new year as well it's oops done too much this year yeah but like Lauren you've you've been traveling you You've yeah. gone away to some beautiful places. I'm sure you have a few goals for this year I'm in mind. I'm a bit like Marnie. I want to cut out some toxic people. I've yeah. collected a few over the years. <laughs> um, and I think it's really not healthy. Like it's it, People do weigh you down. Yes. Um, so that's one. I want to really work on some of the relationships of people around me. And then just um, keep fit. It's good for your mind. It's good for um, staying on top of things. Um and like for me personally, I got injured at the end of last year, so mm. I want to like 
get back my strength and everything um and yeah just keep fit mentally and physically I think that'll be really important as well yeah I completely yeah. agree with you on that yeah new year new us, new, new us. <laughs> although it'll probably be like next year new us <laughs> everyone says the same thing yeah um so thanks guys for coming on the show and talking about our experiences thanks. of surviving the holiday period Um, You can catch more of Brainwaves on our website, that's brainwaves.org.au, and on the 3CR website, 3cr.org.au, and we're also on iTunes. We'll be back next week for another episode of Brainwaves on Wednesday at 5pm. Stay tuned for Renegade Economists. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.